0: Hello everyone, today we'll be studying the 17th chapter of Sefer Yeshua for Shabbos, February 17th. Yesterday we read about Phraim's territory, now we're going to read about Menashe's territory. Of course, both children of Yosef. Ahi agora govah lamat, and the lottery of Menasheh, kihu bechar Yosef. So, it says this is the lottery for the tribe of Manasha, kihu bechar Yosef, because he's the firstborn of Yosef. So here we have to translate the word ki as although that although he was the firstborn of Yosef, so you would have thought he would have received his portion first. No, he receives it second, following the pattern set forth by Yaakov Avinu. And we first begin to talk about a fellow named Machir, Menashe. Machir was the Machir of Menashe, and it says, He hu haya ish machama. He was a man of battle, but he had a So it sounds like there was something related to battle that he is noted for. And that's the reason he was given Gilad and Bashan. The Gilad and Bashan were on the eastern side of the Jordan River, as you mentioned many times. Half of Menashe got territory there. Which part of Menashe? The family of Machir, because Machir was an Ish Because to be on the eastern side of the Jordan River was a little bit riskier than the western side of the Jordan River, at least from a battle standpoint. Because you're less secure, right? you don't have all your fellow tribes right next to you. You're on your own. It's only the two and a half tribes, a lot more open. Uh, to other enemies, no bodies of water between you and anybody else. So because he's an Ishmael Khama, he was given the eastern side of the Jordan River. Okay. And the rest of the territory went to the rest of the territory went to the other family members. Pasagimal says Ulut Ben Chaifer Ben Gilad, did not have any sons. You might recall the story in Pasha's Pinchas about the daughters of Tslavchar. So daughters of complained that there, since their father had no sons, he was not going to inherit. Because the way it worked is that it, it was based on the families that left Egypt, uh, but only the families that left with sons. So if you didn't have sons, then you wouldn't receive any territory. But they claimed that that wasn't fair. It's not fair that because their father had no sons, they should receive no territory. There's going to be no memory of Tzalafat himself. So therefore, the daughters come in front of Allah's and they say, don't you recall, Hashem Tsivas Moshe that God commanded Moshe to give us a nachla. So they did. So they got the property within their uncle's property. And then it talks about how much they got. Okay, their portion was allotted within the greater family's portion. Let's move on to Menashe Again, listing the borders as always. But then we get to Actually, a a little bit of a story over here. I know it's been a while since a story took place. But we have here in Pasuk Dalit the following. Pasuk Yodalit says like this. Why have you given us a single lot and a single portion? So, of course, we're not going to go a whole book in Tanakh that he complained from the Jewish people. Their compl- Menashe's complaint is, Ani am Rav. we are a large people. Hashem blessed us to such an extent. And yet we only received one portion. So what's going on over here? Is, is this true? Is it not true? So if you actually work through the numbers, it comes at it as follows. That the Division of land was apportioned based on the family sizes of when they left Egypt. Now, the problem is that everybody grew from the time they left Egypt to the families that actually got to Israel. And it would seem, if you go through the numbers, Menashe's family increased by a percentage way more than everybody else. Therefore, they claimed that it was highly unfair. They also seem to be saying that one portion, because if you who actually came with the complaint? Most understand that it's Menasheh, but if you read the Pasuk, it says, it sounds like Ephraim sort of agreed that Menasheh was not getting an Everyone agreed that it was Menasheh. The question is, was Ephraim joining the Menasheh in the complaint on his behalf? So it does introduce the complaint by B'nai Yosef. Now Yeshua, and, and they do point out, that Hashem blessed us, so, it's quite obvious that Menashe Raim did get a, a special bracha. We all know. Yosef brings his children to Yaakov. That they should be numerous. Right? The bracha that we all love to sing. So they're saying, we got a special bracha. Right through Yaakov. So as Yeshua responds, I'm sorry, you got enough land, if you're so great, then go to this forest, basically there were large amounts of land within their territory that was not conquered yet. So Yeshua was saying, instead of asking for more land, if you're claiming you're so big, then you should have no concern or reservations about going to battle. The children of Yosef respond, the mountain is insufficient for us. Right? Verach of that dwell there. So Yeshua said, response, I'm you do not have one portion, you have plenty. You have a mountain, you have a forest. When you get rid of the Kanani, then you'll be able uh, to enjoy your large swath of land. And that is the final response of Yeshua to Yosef. So it seems that Yeshua handles the first complaint of the Jewish people. Quite well, and he tells them what Yeshua is also saying is that these territories were divinely ordained. There, there's not much that I could do. In other words, it seems like the complaint against Yeshua was perhaps saying that maybe we're getting less than we were supposed to. But Yeshua was saying this is Al Qalbiad Hashem. I didn't make any of this, these decisions about who gets what and how big the lands are. It's divinely ordained. Therefore, Yeshua came up with the only saw the only idea, possibility, is to conquer more land within your current uh, territory. And it is important to note that Yeshua is from the tribe of Ephraim. Maybe that's also what's going on over here in terms of Benashev versus Ephraim. We are going to see there might be a bit of a rivalry that will take place later, but that we'll have to take time to learn about. With that, we conclude our study of Navi for the day. As always, thank you so much for taking the time every day to study some Navi.